0: The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So the joy of the Lord, the joy of the resurrection continues to flow in our hearts and we continue to celebrate that joy on this Sunday that we also celebrate the divine mercy of God because we are Easter people and hallelujah is our song. So on our lips... Full of songs in our hearts, full of songs of gratitude. And so we sing once again Christ our Lord is risen again. Hallelujah. Earth and heaven in chorus Raise your joy in triumph, sing, Alleluia, that we to may and to heaven, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The joy of Easter fills our hearts, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so today we celebrate the divine mercy of God. And as I said in the beginning, the divine mercy is a reminder that no one, none of us is excluded from the mercy of God. None of us is excluded from the compassionate love of God. Today he appeared to the disciples who were terrified, scared, of the Jews. And when he came, he came with the message of peace, peace be with you, three good times. We need peace in our troubled world, peace be with you, peace as the comes with forgiveness as the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. So we become missionary disciples of peace, of forgiveness in our time beginning with ourselves because we cannot give what we do not have. We need peace, first of all, in our life, so we are able to extend the same peace to others. Peace be with you. Three good times at Mass, we say it many times. Uh, The prayer after our Father, the praise begins, continues. The embolism, he said, deliver us, Lord, from every... Graciously grant peace in our days. And we also invited to offer the sign of peace to everyone. We need peace. So... Coming to the disciples who were scared, he didn't come to judge them, you abandoned me, you neglected me, you betrayed me. No, he didn't come to find fault with them. Rather, he came with the message of forgiveness, the message of mercy, the message of love. Already we know the name of God is mercy. That is the title of the first book of Pope Francis, the very first book he wrote as a pope. The book is the name of God is mercy, why? Because mercy is the new name or new face with which God reveals himself all through the scriptures from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Just a few examples, you know how often the Israelites failed in keeping the covenant. They were unfaithful to the covenant, but God continued to show mercy over and over in sending them kings, prophets, that we show them the way, that we lead them out of exile, that we get them to the promised land and to keep them in the right path. And in the fullness of time, mercy became a person. So mercy is not just an idea. It is not just a concept, but a person. Christ incarnated, lived among us. And all through his public ministry, we witnessed the exercise of mercy. We have many examples in the New Testament. Consider the popular example of Luke 15, the parable of the prodigal father. Some people call it prodigal son. But it is the father who is very generous, lavishing his mercy on all of us, just like this lost son. And also the woman caught in with John chapter 8, while others, you know, like us, want to condemn this woman to have her killed, stoned to death. Christ showed mercy upon her. And many other good examples inviting us that mercy is a person, a person once encountered, once lived, and once we are in union with him. Then, not only that we experience this mercy ourselves, we are energized to extend the same mercy to others. Paul, in his letter to Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 1, he says, Blessed be God who comfort us in our sorrows so that we are able to console others with the same mercy, with the same consolation that we have received from him. So because of the many ways that God continues this mission of mercy upon us, the church thought it wise to have a Sunday dedicated to celebrating the mercy of God, but also reminding all of us that we are called to be merciful. The Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitude, Matthew chapter 5, Blessed are the merciful, for they will obtain mercy. So we make bold with today's feast to go out showing mercy to others. A little bit of the history, a lot of us already know how to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. If you do not know how to pray it, we have a booklet in the back, and we have some here. You can pick it up. It is a wonderful prayer. But um, we know in 1931, uh, St. Faustina Kowalski, a nun, uh, the Lord appeared to her, you know, revealing his mercy, the picture of divine mercy that you see, the rays of light, the red, and all of that. So the Lord appeared to this uh, saintly nun and described his compassion, his love, and asked that all of us, anyone who devote themselves Venerating the image of divine mercy, first we receive not only forgiveness of sin, but also plenary indulgence. That is why the church asked us this weekend to go to confession and also um, receive communion so that the plenary indulgence for today's uh, feast of divine mercy will be upon us. So if you were not able to do it the weekend, you can also do it after. Uh, uh, after the Feast of uh, Divine Mercy, so you can gain the plenary indulgence. So uh, Pope John Paul II, uh, in 2001, during the canonization, or he canonized her 2000, then in 2001, popularized the second Sunday after Easter to be a Sunday of celebrating the divine mercy. So God is merciful. The psalm for this man says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good for his mercy endures forever, or his love is everlasting. So as we celebrate him, we also recall the need for all of us to receive mercy ourselves. Mercy is embedded in offering forgiveness. The church continues in that business of celebrating mercy through the sacrament of reconciliation. That is the peace that the Lord has come to offer us. That is the serenity that he has come to bring us. In our time, we have so many things troubling us. Perhaps job, children, family, all of these worries take us away from experiencing the inner peace that the Lord has come to give us. You know, it is said that uh, if you are going through depression, you are living in the past. And if you are so anxious all the time, anxiety, then you're living in the future. But when you are at peace, you are living in the moment And we're called to celebrate every moment the Lord has given us as a gift. Do not worry about what tomorrow we bring. You know, the Gospel of Matthew 6 tells us about all of these worries. Not that we shouldn't worry about life and all of that, but not to be so much invested in all of the troubles going on. Paul gives us a kind of uh, admonition on worrying. Up Worry does not change anything. Rather, it, it sucks the energy out of us. Paul tells us in his letter to Romans, chapter 12, beginning to, you know, be not anxious about anything, anxiety, be not anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and petition, make your request known to God. He cares, First Peter 5, 7, He cares, unload all of that worries unto Him, for He cares. As we come together to celebrate the divine mercy, we ask the Lord of mercy to give us the faith strong enough to experience and not to be like Thomas who insisted, unless I put my hands here and in the side, then we cannot believe. But to have the faith strong enough because faith will tell us that Christ is with us always. The popular words of St. Thomas Aquinas, fides supplementum. faith supplies where the senses are defective. Faith will always tell us that God is with us. In the midst of our trials, sorrow, anguish, agony, he is there, lending us a strong shoulder to lean on and to comfort us. As we celebrate the divine mercy, we remember to be agents of mercy to others. Peace be with you.